afford to be. This is small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. And I'm Kyle Dotson. And Kyle, today we have a we have a guest co-host. Yes, we do. And this person uh, is in here today because we are talking about the music of Paul McCartney. Now, pre- previously we've we've played a lot of Beatles on here. We even did an All Wings episode with David Wilde. But today we're concentrating only on solo Paul McCartney. So no Wings, no Beatles. Just solo Paul McCartney stuff. So uh, our guest host today uh, is uh, a friend of mine, uh, Gwen Ashley. Gwen, how are you doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you, Pat? I am good. Uh, Gwen, we did we 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 met in Chicago, right? Probably. I think we honestly don't remember. Well, this is going off. To I, no, a I don't. <laughs> um, I think we met peripherally, sort of. I think Chicago, so because because yeah. um, we had uh, some of the same friends. Uh, Jeff Lucas. Jeff Lucas. Uh, Pete Moore. Pete Moore. Rami Angelique. Romley. Yeah. Romley. Romley Angelique. As we call her, Romley. <laughs> um, name for her. And uh, are you from Chicago originally? Yes, I am. Northwest uh, side. Northwest side. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cubs? <laughs> of course. <laughs> is there another team in Chicago? I don't think there is. Well, How are the Cubs doing this year? Because I'm not a sports guy. Why, why, Pat? They're doing very well this year. They're doing very well. I've actually changed my Facebook profile picture to a Cubs, Cubs logo. Logo. <laughs> How far into the season until uh, they disappoint you? Every day I expect that. <laughs> every day. <laughs> it's heartbreaking, right? It's heartbreaking, and yet every day so far has been joyous because they don't dis- they haven't been disappointing. <laughs> every day it's a little birthday. Uh, so, and what year did you move out here? Um, I came out in ninety five. I got to L A. January sixth, nineteen ninety eight. So you've been here almost 20 years also. Oh, yes. Hand that to Gwen. I'm actually stealing some of Gwen brought up a CD that I actually don't have. So I'm actually ingesting it into my iTunes e- illegally. Um, and Gwen, when you were in a, you, you're from a comedy background. Mm-hmm. You did, um, you were from out of Second City. Um, yes, I went through the training center at Second City and then um, I did IO Chicago. Mm-hmm. And when I moved out here, I did IO West. When you were in the training center of Second City, were there any people there that, you know, ended up doing anything that you can remember? Um, in my class, um, just a couple guys, a guy named Scott Adsit. Okay, I think um, I remember him from 30 Rock. Yes. Uh, yes anyone else? 30 Rock. In my class, Dave Rosowski. Dave Rosowski, you know That name him? sounds familiar. He's, uh, yeah. What kind of people were floating around at that time that you just might bump into from time to time that would just be... Well, at I.O., I would bump into Tina Fey and mm-hmm. Amy Poehler quite a bit. Um, those kind of people. What happened to them? I don't know. I don't know. They were really talented. And then just fell off the map. Fell off the radar. <laughs> Adam McKay. Adam McKay. Yeah, there's yeah. another name. Uh, was Steve Carell around during that time? Got to pick him up off the floor. Um, yes, he was. Actually, he came in after I was done with the training center, and I was uh, so uh, heartbroken at being done with the training center mm-hmm. that I couldn't go back to Second City for a really long time. You mean even to see shows? I couldn't see shows. So that's the period that I wasn't really mm-hmm. going there very much. So when you moved out here to California, was your eye on, on doing some acting and stuff? Yeah, it was. Yeah. 
Like and everybody else. Yeah, like everybody else that comes out here. Yeah. Everyone wants to do something in entertainment. Mm. And eventually you either... You know what I don't want to do? What? S- write screenplays. <laughs> well, then this is the wrong room to be in. I know. <laughs> this, this room is all about teaching you how, how to get your screenplay in, in good shape. I do not have one. I'm not writing one. <laughs> <laughs> you have nothing if I said, if I said uh, do you got anything we could look at? We got a sample, a writing sample for us? Nope. <laughs> nothing. Um so um but when you come out here, if you if you end up staying out here, you you still end up doing something in the entertainment business. That's what I find. Either you people either Hopefully. people either either hit their stride and and make a go of it or or they leave or they they turn on their heels a little bit and do something that's still in entertainment but something a little bit different. Sometimes, yeah. And you currently are... Can we talk about what you do? Um, I'd rather not. Because you could get in trouble? I don't think I can get in trouble. You I just, just don't You know what it to. is? It's, it, it leads to just more questions about it, and I don't... How about, if, I, I don't how about do. if you say what you do and I don't ask you any questions about it? I work for standards and practices at a network. Okay, done. We won't even say the network. Right. Um, That'd be good. Okay, cool. Uh, the last time we saw each other uh, was um, at the Grammy rehearsals. Yeah. But we were there, and you were there specifically because Paul McCartney was uh, rehearsing with uh, Rihanna and, uh, and Kanye West. That was the time period that I chose to come by, yes. Yeah. That, was, uh, that was pretty cool for me. I had never been, I've never seen, a, a, well, obviously I never saw the Beatles, and, but I've never seen a solo Beatle perform. I you told me that, and I can't believe I know. That. It's How is that possible? I, He's been touring nonstop for I like... Know. 15 years. I know. Every time he comes through, I just miss it. Or like, I didn't want to go to Dodger Stadium for some reason. No, I didn't go to Dodger Stadium. It's just not, it's not conducive to seeing a show. No, I, I chose to fly up to Candlestick Park to watch him close. Oh, that. that's nice. Um, a friend of mine lives there, uh, Lita, and she uh, got, I asked her if she was going. She said she was. So mm. I flew up just for the night and then I flew back home. That's great. <laughs> Kyle's, uh, Kyle's mom and dad and brother have tickets to see him in October. He's playing um, at the Bryce Jordan Center at uh, Penn State University. And that's, that's an indoor arena. Yeah. So that's going to be great. They, mm-hmm. They're excited, right? Yeah, I think they're pretty excited. He plays a long time, right, Gwen? Like, like yes. almost three hours, right? Almost three hours. And people write a lot of things about him not taking a sip of water during that whole time. I don't know how they know that. Who knows that? Are, Who, they, are, they, in... are they watching him so closely? <laughs> when he steps off stage for a second, you don't know that he didn't take a sip of water. Does he have like an IV attached to him, like <laughs> under his shirt? On the it, back of his Hoffner base, there's just an IV bag that feeds right into his he's stomach. He's got one of those beer oh, caps. He's just obviously lip syncing. Oh, right. he's lip syncing. Lip syncing. Yeah. That's how is Paul? At, I think at, it's obvious that he's not lip syncing. <laughs> that's what I was going to. At 73 years old, how does Paul sound? Well, Pat, um, I would say that he sounds like a 73 year old, but I right. think that. And by the way, I love him more than anything in the world. Yeah. So coming from me. It's from a place of love. Right. Are you tearing up or did I'm you just... I'm tearing up a little bit. Or did you just cough and I your eyes are watery? Okay. No, I think it's specifically certain keys. I yeah. don't think his voice is going. There are certain keys he's lost. Sure, and that's And that's if he chooses happen. to sing those songs that are in certain keys, like, unfortunately, Maybe I'm Amazed, which yeah. is my favorite. Yeah. Um, he, But then the very next song, he's note perfect. He's right so on it. It's, I think it's specific notes. Um. Now, see, I went to see... Um, keys, not notes, keys. I went to see um, Frankie Valli, mm-hmm. who's 80, seven years older than Paul. 
and he lip synced ninety percent of the show. And I would much rather see someone struggle through, you know, or, or just sing in the range you can sing and, right. and but still sing than that. That was so that was so unbelievable and disappointing to me. I was like, because yeah. uh, he he opened with Greece, mm. and it was it was obvious from the jump. I'm like, oh, that's not him that can't possibly be his voice at 80 no no way no and then there are people who i was just thinking about this the other day there are people who uh i can't think well i know i was watching this show on john denver i know that sounds stupid but he had an amazing voice Mm -hmm. i mean think whatever you want about john denver he was a great pilot and (laughs) (laughs) um look to be honest 99% 99% of the time he flew, it was amazing. Right. 1, 1% was just not. <laughs> That's a pretty high percentage. Uh, you're right. Um, so John, Denver, John Denver's voice. And John Denver's voice was amazing. And there are other people who are older who have still have like an amazing voice. And I'm always a little bit startled by that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think that's probably the minority. Yeah. You know, my mom sang in the choir. When she was 70, and she didn't sound that great. <laughs> <laughs> but she enjoyed herself. But she enjoyed herself. And it filled her heart with with joy to do that. And um, right. Now, know. I'm lying a little bit. She did sound okay. But okay. you know what I mean? She yeah. sounded 70. Right. And Paul sounds 73. You yeah. Know? Well, that's, you know, hey. That's the way it is. He's only been doing it since he was 14. Right. <laughs> Six, almost 60 years. I actually have, from Candlestick Park, I uh, recorded him singing blackbird and he sounds perfect well, you, you know that's illegal to do on my phone <laughs> no. come uh, on people you, recorded the whole I concert know. i know everyone has a recording device and a camera with them at all times now when you go to shows remember when, we, when you go to concerts and you, they would pat you down you couldn't have anything with you and now you, you have a complete uh home uh, video system studio. with you studio a a studio, so studio i used to smuggle a camera into my sock in with in like we had you know knee highs we yeah. would, those flat long cameras we'd shove them in our socks and they pat you down and, and they pat go, you they oh wouldn't. this poor girl she has a growth at her ankle <laughs> they would just stop at the knees I think they better <laughs> um, so I want to talk about one more thing you've actually met Paul McCartney yes I want you to tell the story this was this was around Short. the time of give my regards to Broad Street so eighty four. It was October 18th, 1984. What time of day? One fifteen. <laughs> so what happened? Tell me, tell everyone what happened. This is, this is amazing to me. Well, I was in, he, he had a, a fan club called Club Sandwich. Okay. Because he's that clever. And uh, <laughs> they had a, like a, a quarterly newsletter that came okay. out. Oh, that's what, I was going to bring that for you too. Um, the newsletter? The newsletter with my in it, but I was in this fan club, mm. and I literally I was in school, um, and it was a Friday, and I was hanging out a, at a place that served us illegally mm-hmm. um, across the street from the school that I you're was in high in. school. No, no, I was in college. You're in college, I was a, in college. Fresh, a freshman. I was a sophomore. sophomore. Just started okay. my sophomore year. Okay, um, and I was there with a friend of mine, uh, and I got a call from my parents who somehow knew that I was going to be... It was a bar restaurant. It was a bar restaurant. <laughs> that was on their speed dial, this bar, right, if they needed right. to reach you at college. Mm, speed dial? Mm, I don't mm, know. No, I don't think so. dial phone. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> 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 so the bartender comes over and says, your mom's on the phone. And you're like, what the fuck? 
So I go, and then when I picked it up, it was my dad, because that would be how my parents worked. My mom would dial the phone and hand it to my dad. Give it to me. And he's, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell her the news. And he's like, Paul McCartney wants to meet you. So apparently the fan club just called up five people in each city, Chicago, New York, and L.A., and we all got to go up and meet him. Just randomly. Just randomly. It wasn't a contest. It wasn't like you didn't enter, like, meet Paul McCartney. If it had been, I would have lost. Right. Because that's my luck. So you get this call, and do you not, you you don't believe it, right? You couldn't possibly believe that. I wouldn't. Well, it was my father, so I did believe it, and he... What if they were punking you? Way before punking was a thing. Let's call, let's call Gwyneth College and tell her McCartney wants to meet her. What's the cruelest joke we could play on our daughter? <laughs> so you're, so you're going to meet him in what city? In Chicago. In Chicago. And I was, you know, I was going to school in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And I had to wait the whole weekend, though, because I couldn't get a hold of his, this PR firm in New York. They were gone for yeah, the there's weekend. No, there's no email. There's no, no texting. There, right. you, you have to call them. I had this number. And I, I kept getting just, and it didn't, no voicemail. Yeah. I mean, I would, it would just ring and ring. So Monday I called and they said, are you available to meet him on, you know, I'm actually Wednesday. Not. No, yeah. that's not like, a good time mm, for me. Let me look that up. So, uh, yeah, I went down, it was at the, um, Ritz Carlton, mm-hmm. um, behind, behind the, um, is water it, tower. Is it just you or is it other? There were four other people. Four other people. So five people per city. Five people for, per city, yes. Yeah, okay. So, okay, so you go to the Ritz-Carlton. So we go to the Ritz-Carlton. Um, I check in with the lady whose name escapes me at the moment. Mm-hmm. and Linda. She, it was Linda McCartney. It was Linda was down there checking everybody <laughs> in. But there were hordes of people. You know, okay. everybody seemed to know where he was. Okay. And I don't know how because I could never find that stuff out. Yeah, I, I don't know how people find that stuff out yeah. either. There's just a ton of people downstairs. And so she gets us on this elevator, an express elevator mm-hmm. up to wherever. Penthouse. The penthouse, yeah. And um, I was just talking nonstop. I was so nervous. I couldn't mm-hmm. stop making jokes. And bad at this time, jokes. do you know, do you think, oh, the door's going to open, he's going to say hi, and then we're going to go right back down? I thought we'd get an autograph and a picture and then leave. Okay. That's what I thought. And so what happens? Um, so we go down this long hallway. It was ridiculous. It was like a movie. It was all in slow motion in my head. We go down this long hallway to a giant door. Um, we go in the giant door and there's like a little tiny hallway we have to stand in. And then I was at the front of the pack mm-hmm. and because you're the, you were the tiniest because I was the tiniest, right? Because I was the smallest. Okay. They said, you go first. Um, no, cause I think I was just ballsy. Okay. I was like me. So I went up <laughs> to the front of the door and the door opens and there's a spiral staircase that you can see. So it's a, this bi-level room and there's a crowd of people sort of by the staircase. And I'm looking in the crowd thinking he's over there. He's the one that actually opened the door and he's behind the door <laughs> getting a drink of water from a water fountain. No, no, there. that can't be true. He doesn't drink water. No, no. We already learned that. When he's singing, he doesn't. Oh, okay. Just in, you know, only in life. Only in life. Um, so I walked in and I kind of saw him and got startled and, uh, he said hello, and then he said hello to everybody. But the the weird thing was that immediately you're struck by, and I'm sure this has happened to you, somebody mm-hmm. that you feel like you know really, really well. Yeah. And then you realize immediately they have no idea who you are, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and it's it's a little bit strange at first because yeah. you're like, what? I, this is my buddy. This is my pal. Right. He's not your buddy. So I think I, um, I sort of went to great lengths to kind of um, – distinguish myself for, for good or ill. I don't know. Yeah. But I, I just started talking and no one else was. So that was helpful. Everyone else was sort of nervous. And, yeah. and I was like kind of trying to make jokes and stuff. Like we started walking towards these couches 
And um, he was kind of behind us, and he's singing, he's humming, No More Lonely Nights, which, of course, is the single. Is the single from, <laughs> from the new Broad album Street. at the time. Right, yeah. which I thought was really cheesy. Yeah. And I kind of looked back at him and made a face like, mm. <laughs> Knock it off. <laughs> nice. Knock it off. Mac. And he stopped. He stopped. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was ushered out. <laughs> and then I was ushered out. So we sit down on these couches, and he was nice as you would ever want him to be. He was funny. He's mm-hmm. really funny. And I think he was a little bit nervous too. I mean, that's gotta be yeah. it weird was it, for was him it as like well. Was it like a Q&A? Did you ask him questions? Or did, we were you just talking about the Cubs? Well, I mean, what were you talking about? I, uh, I talked about a lot. Of things. There was a guy there with a stack of albums. He sat down on the couch. He's in my pictures. Okay. He sat down next to him and just started handing him album after album. And Paul's... Just signed it. Signing and looking. Holy crap. And, and Did you take anything to get signed at that point? I brought a picture. I brought a picture that I had bought at Beetlefest. Okay. And he looked at the picture and he goes, EMI? And he looked at me as if I'd taken it. Yeah. And I, I went, <laughs> and he flips it over and he sees like the photographer's uh-huh. name on the back. And he looked at me like, oh, you bought this, you know? <laughs> and I went, <laughs> sorry. Uh, so we signed it. And then um, I think I had an autograph book at the time uh-huh. that he also signed. Oh, and the publicist person, lady from my school, because mm-hmm. uh, I went to Goodman School of Drama okay. at DePaul, and she had asked me to get uh, uh, autographs for her son, mm-hmm. who were downstairs. They were actually waiting That's in the sweet. lobby. <laughs> so I said, I, I handed him two pieces of paper, and I said, I'm supposed to, you know, do you mind just signing these for my... And he was just uh, that nice. He just, he just it. signed it, yeah. But I didn't... Uh, Here's a weird thing. I d- forgot my camera. Mm-hmm. So I w- had a class that day right before I went downtown. And um, it was a theater class. And this girl who lived across the street loaned me her thir- uh, 35 millimeter. Okay. And it had black and white film in it. So all my pictures are in black and white. Plus, I didn't know how to work the camera. So that became kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Like I kept going, I don't know what I'm doing. And he would be coaching me. But um, and, and these, uh, these pictures are on your <laughs> Facebook page. A lot of them, yeah. I want you to uh, obviously. I want you to email me these photos so that there, there's a there's a there's a, a guy Andrew Rich and he does show notes for every episode, and so he'll incorporate those pictures if you don't mind into our show notes. Sure, because I think that'll be really cool. Okay, and uh, and some of the pictures you guys have Broad Street um, shirts on. He gave us uh, they're like football jerseys that say Broad Street on them, and he gave them to us, and he said, they're real American football jerseys. <laughs> and we're like, ooh, swell. Great, Paul. <laughs> Thanks so much. But that became a thing, too, because I had kind of dressed for the occasion, and I didn't. he wanted us to put them on, and I was like, ugh. I, but I picked this outfit special. <laughs> I mean, I was, you know, I was being sort of facetious, and he was like, so... He, he was joking with me and like, oh, come on. It's just for the pictures. And then you right. can take it right off. And, and like, then All right. I put it on and he touched me because he was trying. He was like, See, look, you can belt it. And he's like <laughs> at my waist, like in blouse it over the belt. And I was like, all right, OK. Uh, and how long are you with Paul McCartney then? How long are you like there? A half hour, 45 minutes. That's pretty. That's amazing. No. And then before we left, I said, uh. Uh, well, we also talked uh, after the pictures for the paper and the and the uh, club picture. Uh, they asked for all of our names, and um, he was standing right in front of me when they asked for my name. So I was like, "It's Gwyn G W Y N. That's very important. Everybody spells it wrong." And he said, "Gwyn, hmm, is that Welsh?" And I said, "Yes, it is." And then Linda walked up at that moment, and he said, "What is what is Gwyn, honey?" And she goes, "Oh, well, that's Welsh, isn't it?" 
And he said, see, see what I've taught her. <laughs> so there was a thing about my name. And then before we left, I said, well, so if I ever see you again, you're always going to have like a big crowd around you. Right. And, and I'll, you'll never wave or talk to me or anything. Right. And he's like, oh, no. Ha, ha, ha. <clears throat> and we left and we were downstairs getting each other's information because we were going to share photos, obviously. Right. And, he and, back came then, out, and back then when you got someone's information, you had to print out the pictures and mail them to this person. That's right. Uh, that's insane. So he came out of the elevator with a huge crowd around him, and he was peeking over their heads looking for me, and he saw me, and he waved. That is amazing. And I waved back. That was my last moment with Paul. <laughs> <laughs> it could happen again. I keep trying to get in his eye line, but <laughs> whenever I'm in the same vicinity, I'm you don't look that much different. Ah, gee, you're swell. You really don't. I will tell you that that picture that we took is in the pre-show for his out there tour. The picture with the um <clears throat> the with, group. with with the group. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool. And I didn't know that until I saw the show last August. And, and he's been touring with it for years, like three years. And when when you saw that, you must have. Oh. I freaked out. Yeah, oh. I was like, and "That's me! That's me! That's did me!" You, yeah, did you turn to people that you don't yeah. know and say, "That's yeah. me!" That's me. That's they're like, what are you but talking about? But it scrolls about? up, you know, pretty fast. Yeah. So I had to find it on... Somebody, of course, online had filmed it. So I found it online. And that's an amazing story. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, that's just so good. 31 years later. Uh, before we start with playing some Paul McCartney music, I want to tell everyone that uh, today is... Uh, today, for all intents and purposes, is Thursday, um, October 1st. Because that's when the show is, is airing. Tomorrow is is Friday, October second, and that is when um, the new uh, Paul McCartney remasters are coming out for Tug of War and for Pipes of Peace. And uh, thanks to Joel Amsterdam at Concord Music, I'm going to have five copies of Tug of War and five copies of Pipes of Peace that I'm going to be giving away. So uh, watch your Twitter feed tomorrow, folks. I'm going to give you uh, details on how to win those. And we'll, uh, you won't win both of them, but, you know, 10 people will each win one, which is cool. So thank you, Joel Amsterdam, and thank you, Concord Music. And uh, thank you, Kyle, for being here. Oh, you're welcome. Okay. And uh, Kyle was out last night. He went to see Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yep. Uh, did you dress up? No. Okay. I wish you would have wore your Dr. Frankenfurter costume today, <laughs> but you chose not to. I, yeah. Who did you go with? You went with your, your, uh, your girlfriend? Yeah, Marissa. Marissa, did, Marissa dressed up, didn't she? Nope. She didn't? See, I would think she would dress up. No, she didn't. All right. And who else went? Just the two of you? Yep. And how were your seats? They were good. I mean, Front row? Just, no, you just pick your Best seat. Best seat in the house in a movie is front row. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that funny? Every, no matter what you go to see, you always want to be in front row unless it's a movie. Then you do not want to be in the front row. You'd rather be in the last row. Yes, you'd rather be in the last row at a movie. Um, were people into it? Were people dressed up and yeah. running around? Yeah. Did you yell stuff? Did you yell, where's your fucking neck? Did you yell that? Yep. What else did you yell? Uh, you yell asshole when Brad's on screen. Yeah, yeah. You a bunch of rules. Did, you, uh, did you make up any of your own? I didn't. No. Nitwit! People just like, what do you? What did he say? He said, nitwit. Is that something? Is that, yeah, you're supposed to yell it. I yelled out lines from Top Gun. That's all I can. What's the, what's, when they pull the, uh, when they pull the uh, tablecloth away and, and, and Eddie the body is under what did they yell anything um did they yell oh no meatloaf again yes yeah they did okay they did. yeah that's yeah. a good one that's good that song is great hot patootie bless my soul yeah. is a great song that's a really good song uh, but it's so obvious that meatloaf is lip syncing it it's yeah well he should like, lip sync now because he is 
horrible in concert. Okay. Uh, Gwen, we're going to get started. We're going to play all McCartney songs. Uh, no, Paul McCartney songs. What? You said all Ma- Paul McCartney. It's all Paul. <laughs> yeah. What did I say? You said all McCartney. I was yeah, trying we're going to play make a all joke. Ma- you tried to make a joke? Yeah. yeah turn your mic off. that out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, Gwen, I'm going to let you start since oh. you are the guest. And you can, tell, right. you can say anything about the song you want. You can say it's my, you know, I lost my virginity to the song. You can say I whatever you want. I would never tell you that. All right. <laughs> um... What if that was her first opening story? So this next song, I lost my... Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no, so this song, we're going in order, right? We're going in chronological order. That's what we... Mine are all over the place. Oh, wow. But it's so funny because normally I love going in chronological order, but today <laughs> I didn't. But you can. It all doesn't right. matter. Well, uh, I have to say that uh, I came to the McCartney album pretty late in life because uh, as I was young, I liked the the very prefabby poppy stuff most and so i didn't really get into it but um this song makes my heart hurt i mean honestly it makes my heart hurt not necessarily this version Mm -hmm. (laughs) from the mccartney album (laughs) i much prefer the live version okay on unplugged but it hurts me (laughs) are you gonna say the title should i say the title uh i don't know you have to tell me and the name of it is every night Every day I lean on a lamppost I'm wasting my time Every night I lay on a pillow I'm resting my mind Every morning brings a new day And every night that day is through But tonight I just want to stay in So whenever you want Kyle to fade it down, you just point to him. It's very, it's very, it's dismissive, and it's very. What, what else is it? It's. Uh, I want to be as dismissive as possible. It's, not, it's, not, it's just not nice. It's just it's disrespectful. But we just go like, <laughs> turn it down, Kyle. Well, because I gave you the you know the time code. Yeah, yeah. I was I was looking at it. Like, right. Oh, you're just gonna. So you know. Yeah. So she won't it. have to point. I'll point at you. Okay. You have time codes that are in in code and an out code. You're very well prepared. This was a lot of work it's, for you. We had a lot of back and forth emails. <laughs> I told you you were going to be grateful when messages. this was over. That's a big flash drive she brought too. I know. It's okay. and, it, and now Gwen, this is no one will believe. It. Gwen does not use iTunes. I don't. So she had to actually talk to a guy she or maybe girls that she works with, and they had to talk her through this. I I, I ended up not having to do that because okay. it was way simpler than I thought it was going to mm-hmm. be. My main concern was, can I pull stuff off of my CDs and put it on this little flash drive? Is it going to let me do that? That was my main concern, mm-hmm. and it did. Yeah. So, eh, but then go. when you brought your flash drive today, only one of the song one song was an MP3 because you bought that from iTunes, and right. the other ones were uh, WMA yeah. files that wouldn't play. So they. They play it, but see, you have a Mac. I don't have a yeah, Mac. You know, there, there's another. Okay, that's a problem. Then. Yeah. That's a problem. But we, but everything's good. You didn't We're all tell ready. me that. That's true. I didn't. I just assume everyone has a Mac. Kyle doesn't have a Mac. He hates him. Hate him. Um, yeah, so, Kyle. Now, my first song is also from the McCartney album, 1970. What is that on the cover? Is that a bowl of cherries on the cover of that album? Mm, yes. Is that it's what it is? a bowl of cherries. I don't have that one because that was, uh, I mean, I don't have the disc actually yeah. here. Um, yeah, it's a bowl of cherries. Okay. I don't know. You know Life's they a were, bowl of cherries. They were on the farm. Yeah. They were just taking... Doing whatever. Pictures. Millionaires on a farm. 
Millionaires with money they can't get to. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh, so my first song is very short. It's only 46 seconds long. So I guess we get to play the whole thing. Fair use says 90. <laughs> play it twice. God damn it. Um, <laughs> but this is this song is called The Lovely Linda. And it just um, whenever I see a picture of them, it, it's very, very sad because I really think that they that was really a love story. Man, I so did. I get. Um, yeah, I get a little choked up when I think of Linda McCartney because I I think they would have been together until of course when well, they were together until Linda passed but I mean you know what I mean they would yep. still be together today so this is uh, this is just a little what do we call it a ditty it's kind of just a little ditty snippet snippet lovely Linda I imagine that he's like just playing his guitar and he's working on songs for the album and Linda just walks in. No? No, I no, oh. I yeah, and he sees her and he sees her and he's just he just sings that but yeah. the tape was rolling and he's just like I'm gonna put that on I'm gonna I can do whatever I want. I'm a Beatle. I, I put that on my album. <laughs> and she's so. like, Did you are you done with this coffee? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and then he turn, he goes, Turn the tape off and he yelled at her. Right. <laughs> don't ever talk to me when now, I'm working. If you don't know who Linda McCartney is, she's the one that did not break up the Beatles. Okay. Um, <laughs> go ahead, Gwen. It's your turn. It's my turn. Okay. Um, so the next album he did is Ram. So this is the next thing I have. Do you, are, do you have more on McCartney or is that it? I have one coming up later. And Ram is – I'm going to – I will allow Ram uh, because because uh, I told you that I would. But that's actually an album credited to Paul and Linda McCartney. Yes, it is. And um, I will allow it. I, that was one of our many emails where I said, <laughs> What about that Ram? Can we play off Ram? That's, that's the voice I hear when I get an uh, instant message from, from Gwen. It's, can I play Ram? <laughs> I'd like to play a song from Ram. And when you answer me, I hear my brother's voice, my brother Brian's voice. And how does that go? Yes, Gwen, that's fine. (laughs) I'll allow it. So this song is um, famously, uh, famously about John Lennon. Okay. And it's called Too Many People. That was your first mistake. song that's a great song 
Would you like a water? No, I'm fine. I, I just you know, got Some a frog sh- in my throat. Schmokus? Yeah. Um, is McCartney, he, he, that, he's your favorite Beatle, I'm assuming. He is. Uh, uh, randomly chosen, though, initially. Mm-hmm. I didn't, you know, I was like 10. Yeah. And I was uh, looking at the pictures on the red album, you know, mm-hmm. 63 to 66. Yeah. And uh, on the, you know, on the back, they were all, they had beards and stuff. Yeah. And it was, they looked old. <laughs> they do. And the only one that didn't have a beard was Paul. It was Paul. I went, that one. I like that one. Uh, and Paul certainly could grow a beard because he has one on the back of the McCartney album cover. He does. Yeah, um, maybe that's why I didn't like McCartney for a long time. Maybe that is. Mm. I, uh, yeah, he's my favorite Beatle too. I think, um, you know, in high school, all the pretentious kids were always up Lennon's ass and it was just like, yeah, whatever. You know what I mean? I yeah. like, I like, I like a lot of John Lennon solo I stuff, do too. but uh, you know, I like, I like McCartney better. I just do. And I mean, you know, because Lennon passed, he never got to continue to put out music while McCartney has put out so much music. Yeah. But, um, you know, those last couple Lennon albums, that Double Fantasy is a 50% of a good album. And I tell people that all the time. Those Yoko songs are unlistenable. You be careful, mister. <laughs> Do you like those songs? No. Just, you're going to get hate mail, <laughs> get hate mail? death threats. Oh, kiss, 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 kiss me, love. Those are she was ahead songs. of her time. Oh, she's... Have you ever seen that video of her just screaming at a museum gallery? Because <laughs> they won't let her in? No, it's just like she... <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, one of her. Uh, she's just like it's like performance. An art. She's yeah, a performance like, it's artist. Like people looking at art, and then it's like a blank wall, and she's just like screaming into a microphone. Yeah, yeah. performance artists don't make albums. <laughs> Jesus, John. Or if they do, we don't generally hear them. Yeah, exactly. And that Double Fantasy won uh, album uh, Grammy for album of the year. It's ridiculous to me. Do it you actually won half a Grammy. <laughs> it won half a Grammy. <laughs> See, yeah, I happen to mostly agree with you. Yeah. But I'm afraid to say it. No one's going to come after you. You don't know that. <laughs> uh, my next song is from the aforementioned um, Tug of War album, which we'll be giving away tomorrow. And uh, thanks to Concord Music and Joy Amsterdam. I'm not getting any, I'm not getting any compensation for saying that. I just want to, that's just a thank you to them. But this is, a, this is a song I always love. I think Ringo plays drums on this. He plays drums in the video. Uh, and George Martin's in the video. And the song is called Take It Away. Love the bass. Take it away. Want to hear you play till the lights go down. Take it away. love that song yeah, because so great. it's fun to sing. It is fun to sing. A lot of the songs that I've picked today are, fun, are just fun to are sing. Are just really fun to sing. For the rest of the show, do you just want to sing the songs and we'll play the clips? Do you mind? I'm talking not over top of the music, you just a cappella it right now. <laughs> 
Acapella? That's what that was my next question. Was it? Does it have to be acapella? <laughs> well, unless you brought instruments with you that I don't see. I did. Let me run to my car. Uh, Gwen is wearing a Beatles t-shirt. I just want to let people know that. You'll see that in the picture, but I'm telling you right now. Well, what else was I going to wear? It's exactly what you should wear. Uh, thanks. What's your next tune? Well, should we stay with tug of war or, or should we jump back? What do you whatever think? you want to do. All right. Kyle's at the board. He can look. He can play whatever you want. If it's on your list, he can play it. Um, well, I want to go to McCartney too then. Um, number three on my list. It's kind of an experimental, weird. I'm yeah. not. A, I'm not that big of a fan of this. That's the no. album I actually stole from Gwen because I don't. Um, I don't. Uh, I don't own this one. I. I would agree with you. It's not one of my favorites. I do own it, but mm. it's not one of my favorites. Actually, pass it to me right now because I never. I didn't burn. I didn't put disc two in my thing. I want you to leave without me stealing. This. All right, steal the whole thing. Um, so this is a song. This is one of those songs that I like just because of how it sounds. Okay. I mean, almost don't even listen to the words. Just I kind of like the plaintiveness of it. So it's called Waterfalls. Don't go chasing polar bears in the great big polar bear might want to take you home. At first I thought he was going to sing Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls, which is, who sings that song? Is that uh, TLC? Yeah, I think so. That's the first thing that I thought of when I heard the name of TLC's song. (laughs) It's Don't Go Jumping. And then there's another verse about don't get into big, shiny cars because they might cut you into pieces. Something like that. You should tell all your children that. Don't. You know, there's people out there that are, don't get into cars with strangers. I just, I love the, he, he likes to do that sort of plaintive, I, as I was putting this list together, I find myself drawn to songs where he sounds, he starts out sounding like that and mm-hmm. then he ends up screaming. Now, uh, putting this list together, was it fun or was it work? It was, it was both. Honestly, it was both. It was more fun though, wasn't it? It was fun because I actually, I'm glad we did this because I... <clears throat> There are albums that I listened to when they came out and wrote them off yeah, and like and never listened listen to them again. Yeah. And going back and listening to them, I'm, I'm like, oh, wait, this, is, there's, this song is really good. I yeah. like that one. So I'm glad, I'm glad we did it. I'm good. Glad I'm I, glad I'm reintroducing you to uh, Paul McCartney music. To the man I love. This is, uh, <laughs> my next song is from 1986. It's from an album that I don't, I, don't, uh, I don't like the entire album, but I do like a lot of songs on it. And I, re- I really love this song. This is actually one of my favorite Paul McCartney songs, and it's such a oddball choice but the album is called press to play and uh I love press to play there you go see it for is, one uh, reason but go ahead what's the reason no i'll tell you go okay uh, i'm just gonna i'm gonna play press <gasps> darling i love you very 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 much and i really am relying on your touch but Something that the others have heard. When you want me to love you, just tell me to press right there. 
Yeah, that's just a fun song. I love that song. I I liked it. I started to like it because of the video, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. I didn't um, love the song initially when I first heard mm. it. I thought, well, oh, Paul, what are you doing? And then I <laughs> he saw He was the- trying to be more poppy on this yeah. album. He worked with uh, Hugh Padgham, was the producer who, mm-hmm. who worked with Genesis and Phil Collins and, and The Police. But uh, what was the reason you liked the album? Was it just the video? Well, no, the video for that song mm-hmm. sold me on the song because okay. he's just taken the tube. And there's a guy with a camera, right. and he's just taking the, the reactions of the people on on the train are just priceless. Yeah. And then there's a there's this one shot. The guy must have been across the the car from him, and he's sort of looking over everybody's heads at the guy, and like, and I imagine that's what he looks like when he sees you at a party. You know, yeah. hey, what's up? It's funny. I, I Paul McCartney is probably one of the most recognizable people in the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, can you imagine you could walk down Ventura Boulevard right now and walk into any business that was open and people would, you're Paul McCartney. Right. I mean, right. Without or, a doubt. Or they wouldn't, they'd be like, Hey, who's that guy that looks like Paul McCartney? Looks like Paul McCartney. Yeah. yeah. But uh, that would be a really, really, uh, a really weird feeling to be on your way to work and, this guy gets on and, you know. Yeah, on the tube. On the tube and you're, it's really crowded. Yeah. Oh, whose elbow is in my back or what is that in my back? It's Paul McCartney. I wonder how, um, I wonder how extra cautious he was after John Lennon um, was killed. I think he was very, very cautious. Yeah, I mean, that would be. Eye-opening. That would be, yeah, insane. And then he had a lot more kids than, than John did. So he was probably extra cautious about everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was he was a little bit paranoid. I yeah. think they all were. Yeah, right after that, and then George got stabbed. Yes, in his house. In right? his house. Yeah. Although that was a long time later, but yeah, I mean that's crazy. I mean, poor Olivia. Didn't she jump on the guy's back? Yeah, something like that. She jumped on him. Yeah, they, there was a home invasion. Yeah, and when I say home, I mean a castle. It was a castle invasion. <laughs> <laughs> the guy knights rode up. The ramparts didn't hold. <laughs> Um, it uh, just drained the moat. George, George uh, dumped, some, dumped molten lava over the castle wall <laughs> right, onto right. them, but t- one guy got in. An one orc, guy. an orc got in. <laughs> uh, what is your next tune, please? Well, since we're on Press to Play, uh, let's stay with Press to Play. Okay. And, uh, the reason, the one reason I like this album mm-hmm. is because it's the first album after I met him. Yes, it and is. So I have a little story about this song. Okay. You're going to tell it before or after? Well, I think I need to tell it before. As I told you, we had a little thing about my name. We mm. talked about my name. Yes. And, um, you know, Linda talked about my name. We talked about my name. And uh, then the next album he puts out has this song on it. It's called Move Over Busker. just said your name. He did. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. I get it. I would say. And the backstory. You can fade that down. He, men- he mentions two other 
people in that song, and it's one is Mae West and the other one is Errol Flynn. Mm-hmm. Now, not a lot of people know who Nell Gwynn was, but she was famously uh, the king's... Oh, which king was it? One, one English king, Charles... So anyway, she was the mistress okay. of the king, and she was an actress. And I told Paul that the, I was in acting school when and, I met him. And you slept with the king. And I slept with the king. <laughs> no, I told him I was trying to, trying to act, and he asked me all these questions about it, and it was a little conversation we had. So he has these sort of two famous people on this song, and then yes. he has this very obscure... Third person, which is you. Nell Gwynn. You're very obscure. That's why I love that song. Spelled the same way, G-W-I-Y-N, G-W-I-N. Actually, I think it has an an extra N and an E in it. I'm going to ignore those two letters. Nope. It's (laughs) it's the same way, G-W-I-N. There you go. She's the mistress of King Charles II. Thank you. That's why Kyle's here. Kyle does Mm -hmm. some, uh, some, uh, what do we call it, Kyle? Looking stuff up. Looking stuff up. Research. (laughs) So, yeah, that's my big, you know, I don't know. Just saying. I would say it. Did you, did you jump out of your skin when you first heard the song? Yeah, I was, because I, as I did back then, mm-hmm. I was looking at the words while it was playing. Oh, yeah. And, Wasn't that the greatest? Yeah, when you would be like, and I, yeah, I jumped out of my, you know, I was like, well, I knew it. I knew we had a connection. I knew that. Yeah. Now, if I look at the words while it was playing, I have to read the little CD booklet. I got to put on my helpers. It's so small. It's so it's tiny. Small it is. Um, my next song, I'm going backwards now to 1971. This was released as a single. This was a single only release. This is a song called Another Day. Every day she takes a morning bath, she wets her hair. Wraps a doll around her as she's heading for the bedroom chair. It's just another day. Slipping into stockings, stepping into shoes, dipping in the pocket of her raincoat. Yeah, I always love that song. I'm glad you picked it because I had that on my initial list and mm-hmm. I kind of lost it because I had too many songs. It's hard. How many songs do you have in your list? Do you know? How many did um, I tell you to bring? You said 15 to 20 and I brought 20. Okay. Actually, yeah. I brought 21. I have 21 too. That is hysterical. Because <laughs> you know, some, I, once in a while there will be, rarely it happens, but once in a while there is a crossover. Because well, I, f- I flipped that song. Remember the song that we were talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I brought an extra for that one. Good deal. Um, no, I love that song because it's so uh, regular. Yeah. It's, but but since it's a McCartney song, it's not regular. No, not at all. Yeah. He has a way with words. He does. Um, see, now I'm confused because I got out of my chronological order. I'm very confused. <laughs> oh, going back to McCartney too. Uh, number four on my list was... On the way. I don't know if I know this one. Well, we've been traveling for a long time, and we finally finished here. Though I said something to hurt you, well, it was only out of fear. Again, that's one of those McCartney two weird kind of. I just I don't know. I just it's it doesn't. Really, it's echoey. It's one of those. Uh, 
I, there's many albums that I, I will have in my collection, uh, and I'll say, you know what? Let me give this another. Let me try to give this another fair shake. And sometimes you'll be like, wow, this is way better than I thought. And then sometimes you'll go, no, nope, I was right. Back on the shelf. <laughs> and sometimes, yeah. back on the shelf. Back on the shelf. But I, uh, the cover of that album cracks me up though, because it's like it's almost like. Okay, Paul. Smile. Oh no, you you were blinking or you weren't. I mean, the, look at the picture. It's like it's not like a. What? It's like the guy was just like, you know, f- taking a million pictures, and that was like. Paul said, "I like that. I like his hair in that one, though. I like that little like the flip, how his hair flips in the back." <laughs> Him and uh, Linda rocked some amazing mullets <laughs> when they were in Wings. I mean, I know. some amazing. They almost had the same hairstyle. It was like very punky on top and really long. In the, the rock back. show video, yes. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. I love it. I love. I was so happy when that came out on. Uh, DVD, finally. Yes, finally. Oh, and it's so amazing looking, too. It does look great. I mean, it's a, whenever something that old is um, is re-released and it looks great, like there's a new uh, Rolling Stones Live at the Marquee Club uh, DVD out it's from 1971, and they're, they're like in a club, I mean, tiny, and I was... I could not believe how amazing the video picture, and the sound, too, the whole thing was amazing. Oh, man. Yeah, it looks great. I love that stuff. Um, I'm jumping the whole way now to 1992. It's funny. We say we're jumping to 1992 and yet that is uh, 23 years ago. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Uh, but this is a song from off the ground. This is a song my, my youngest daughter Rita and I, if we're going to dance in the kitchen, this is the song we put on. Really? Yeah. Okay. Cause this is a song where it kind of, the music kind of stop and then we can stop and we can start dancing again. Uh, so this is hope of deliverance. I will always be hoping, hoping You will always be holding, holding my heart in your hand I will understand I will understand someday, one day You will understand Actually, I gave the wrong date. It's 1993. So it's only 22 years old. Yeah, you threw me off with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like this album a, a lot. I really like this album. Do you? Yeah. This is one of those ones that I wrote off. That you wrote off? I wrote okay. it off. I mean, off the ground. La, 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 la. I mean, that whole thing, really. <laughs> I do like it. I don't know why. Um, but this is also one of the ones that when I went back and listened to it, I was like, oh, it's not that bad. Okay. I don't know why I wrote it off. That's cool. In 93, I guess it was just really cool. And, and you're, reading, you're reading the liner notes right now. What are I'm you like, no, I, I was looking for the words to that song that you just played. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, because I'm getting confused, I'm going to go back and <laughs> take my chronological... Because I'm getting confused, I would like to play something from the Bay City Rollers. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first concert. Was the Bay City really? Rollers. Yeah, it was. Who's your favorite roller? You know what? I faked having a favorite roller because my friend was so into them. I was trying to sort of pretend it was a Beatlemania kind of thing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Eric, the bass player. <laughs> I was listening to uh, uh, a I'm bass- sorry, Patty, by the way. <laughs> she hears this. I was listening to a Bass City Rollers uh, 
greatest hits in the car just a couple weeks ago. And I had the CD in the car, and my youngest, who I danced to that song with, I, I showed her the cover, and I said, uh, I go, which, which one of these guys is the cutest? And she's like, none of them. Oh, no. I was like, not this guy? She's like, no. I go, put them in order. And she's like, the lead. She was like going... And then she's like, I guess that guy is the cutest. Less. The lead singer, Less. <laughs> yes, he was the cutest. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. all the other guys have almost cartoonish features. They'll either have like <laughs> big bushy eyebrows or a giant mouth or their eyes are too close together. It's like, it's just, uh, I kind of agree. I'm like, well, you know what, honey? You're not wrong. <laughs> I'm going to tell Patty. Then she said, Dad, this. you're the cutest. No, she, she didn't say that. You, wa- you were wishing she said that. <laughs> but she didn't. Um, so I'm going to jump back to tug of war. Okay. Um, so, uh, as a lot of people may know, the the hit song of that was Ebony and Ivory. Mm-hmm. Um, but he also did another song with Stevie Wonder on that album. Yes. And this is it. It's called What's That You're Doing. I like it better. What's that you're saying? It's almost a Stevie song with Paul in it instead of the, the other way around. Yep. Takes on the characteristics of people he collaborates. Yeah. I could not stop singing Ebony and Ivory all week. I'm sorry. Because I actually have the new Pipes of Peace and the new Tug of War. I, I actually got those early. They sent them to me early. So I've been listening to them all week. And uh, I, I, don't, I don't like that song. No, I don't either. But I couldn't stop singing it. I couldn't get it out of my head. And then and then my wife was singing it. And she's like, oh, I hate this song. Why did you do this to me? And I'm like. It's insidious. It's, yeah. Yeah. And the reason I don't like it is I don't like the sentiment. It's <laughs> no, okay. um, so, I, he's so backwards. He got it wrong. It's Let's so, just say it. I was, um, and then I got so mad at myself for singing it that I, I, I created a new scenario in the song where I, I started singing it and I, 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 I created a, a girl named Ava Marie and she's a girl that just likes black dudes. So it was, I sang, I was singing Ebony and Ava Marie <laughs> instead of Ivory. <laughs> it's just, it's so cheesy. It's That's, so syrupy and yes. sweet. I and Jack Black and Jack White should sing that. Oh, that would be great. That would be, oh, that'd be great. And then to get it totally out of my head, I just started to sing the, uh, the Frank Sinatra, Stevie Wonder version from Saturday Night Live. About the, <laughs> I am black and you are white. <laughs> you are blind as a bat and I have sight. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, I I I have to say that was a gigantic hit. It was a giant hit. I don't I don't like most of his singles. Generally, I don't. I would always pick something else off the album to be the single. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If 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 it were up to me, I I don't agree. Yeah, with they them. seem to always have gone for the the slickest, most hooky, hooky, poppy thing all the time. And, and maybe still, that, and maybe that's why. Maybe that's why. Um. You know, a lot of people like Lennon Moore say they do because they go, oh, McCartney's just... Well, they only hear the, the what, whatever's hear, on the radio. Yeah, they, yeah. Don't, they don't get deep into the album, which right. should, because then you're going to find a ton of... A ma- ton of stuff. A, a ton of magic, Kyle. A ton of magic. Within those grooves. But he's, it's almost like he's too afraid 
to release those yeah. for the single. He yep. he's afraid of criticism. Yeah. Well, it's funny because my my next song. Uh, I don't know if. Uh, Oh, no, I'm thinking of something. Never mind what I'm saying. But my next song is from uh, this album, I love. This was from 2007, Memory Almost Full. Oh, yeah. I had a ton of stuff that I, I ended up not putting on the list because there was just too many. This is a really, really, I mean, for, really good for, a, uh, for a late in your career album, this was an amazing, amazing thing. Mm-hmm. And the song I'm going to play is Ever Present Past. Mm. I've got too much on my mind. I think of everything to be discovered I want there's something to find Searching through the time that has gone so fast The time that I thought would last My ever-present past mm-hmm. The things I think I did I do, I think I did there's a lot going on yeah. in, instrumentationally, is that a word, within these the songs on this album. Yeah. I think because he's working with the guys that he's been touring with for so long mm-hmm. uh, in the studio, too. And he it's trusts an amazing band. Them. Yeah. Yeah. They're an amazing band, aren't they? I wonder how comfortable they are with... He seems like a guy that when he would say, what do you think, that he really wants your opinion, I would think, in the studio. I think I would think he wouldn't. I don't know him. uh, Well, I do because (laughs) no, I would think that he wouldn't ask you if he didn't really want your opinion. Right. I don't think he would ask. No, because he would be like, like, this is it. This is good. That's good. Let's move on. Yeah. Yeah. I man, that makes sense. Um, but I do think, I mean, they also are clearly aware that they're on his payroll. So yeah. Uh, but I I do think he trusts them. He wouldn't keep them around this long if he didn't trust them. No, because that's that's how it works when there's these, you know, that's why Chrissy Hine from The Pretenders is always rotating the, the band that, you know, once she's tired of them, ah, I need something new. She just gets someone else in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That drummer's amazing, too. Well, you haven't seen him live yet. No, but I've seen videos. He's a giant guy, right? He's yeah. a big dude. Yeah. Which you wouldn't think he would be getting around that uh, kit as quickly as he does. But, yeah. And yeah. he's he just lays into it, too. Yeah. He's crazy. He's awesome. Um. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm just chugging along in the past here. Uh, still the, on, ever, the ever present, the ever past. present past. Um, still on tug of war. I've got one more, and this is another one of those plaintive, vo- uh, plaintive vocals that I seem to like. Okay, it's uh, this song's called Wanderlust. It's fun to sing. Yes, that's it's, a good tune. It's one of the ones that's fun to sing, and it's about a boat, in case anybody wanted to know. <laughs> Do you, is there ever a, a week that goes by that you don't listen to something from McCartney or the Beatles? Oh, yeah. I mean, now I'm thinking. Mm, <laughs> maybe, maybe I lied. A whole week? Maybe not. 
uh, I like because generally I, I do a lot of my listening in the car. Mm-hmm. And if I'm in the car and I'm listening to music and I know the song, I will sing. I'll sing at the top of my lungs uh-huh. with the win- windows down. It's just what I do. So um, I tend to play stuff that I know all the words to, which would be Beatles and McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to bring us up to the present present, or at least the most current Paul McCartney album called New, which uh, which I also thought was a, was a great, great, mm-hmm. great album. Really different, though. I yeah. mean, it's almost like he's... He's embracing his age. Yes, yes. Um, embracing his age, but not showing it too much. No, no. But I mean, he's he's very different. It's yeah. not as poppy. It's no. not as, yeah. And this song is called Everybody Out There. What happened? Also, before we continue, I want to tell you, everyone, that the, the Tug of War and Pipes of Peace albums, uh, those are also two disc sets. And that's the first time McCartney had worked again with George Martin mm. uh, behind the boards since the Beatles. Right, so. right. And obviously planned, I, I, he must have, those must have been planned because they came out uh, 82 and 83 and they're Tug of War and Pipes of Peace. And I think he had a lot of material yeah. for Tug of War that he, um, I don't, maybe should have not put on another album yeah you like tug of war better than pipes of peace i do don't you yeah i do too yeah i'm i although there is one song on pipes of peace yeah but if you're getting it for free don't complain people no you love them both you love them both there is there is a song uh pipes of peace is the one that he collaborated with uh michael jackson yes and um i think we all know the one song that's say 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 right right yeah um that's my next song. The uh, not say 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 the other song on the album with uh, Michael and, Jackson, and they had collaborated on Thriller with the Girl Is Mine. Oh right, yeah, yeah. you're absolutely right. And I, and I like say say say. That's a fun song. It's okay. It's I, the video's fun. Yes, the video's very fun. It's a whole story. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. It's a saga. Um, but I like this song. This I think. As I said, I really learned a little something about myself coming up with songs for this. I really like those little sad plaintive songs. And so what are we going to hear? I'm sorry. So bad. So bad. There is a pain inside my heart. It means so much to me. not sing this one in concert anymore. This is high. Girl, I love you so bad. Some of the drums. If you leave, the pain will go. 
position he wouldn't be able to do. this for the Broad Street album, right. too. And that's where I noticed the drums for the first time, because Ringo plays yeah. on that one. I, I love that Give My Regards to Broad Street album. I think it's a fun album, you know, it, it, with the re-recorded tracks. I like that. I, 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 did you see the movie? I did not see the movie. Wow. Would that change my mind? I think that will color your opinion, well, son. I'm never going to see it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I've always loved... I'm glad I didn't see the movie before I met him. <laughs> You would have given your opinion. I wouldn't have been able to keep it to myself. The uh, I love silly little love songs. I, I've always loved that song. And the version on Broad Street, I, I, I'm not going to say I like it better, but I really like it yeah. a lot. I, I liked No More Lonely Nights. Mm-hmm. As yep. cheesy as it is, yeah. I really liked that song. And there was a song that I had on my list from Broad Street that I ended up taking off. So apologies to Broad Street. Yeah. it's uh, there were, Well, there were like three new songs and the rest were all sort of covers, mm-hmm. but yeah. I like that. I like so bad because it. That's another one that sort of hurts my heart. <laughs> if you leave, my pain will go. But that's no good to me. Yeah. <laughs> Gwen's gonna cry. Um, Nineteen ninety-seven, Flaming Pie. Oh. Such a good album. Co-produced by with Jeff Lynne and George Martin and Paul McCartney. Tons of players on this. I think probably almost I think, every song. I think Ringo's on this. I think. Uh, let me look here real quick. Let me see. Here we go. Jeff Lynn's on this. Steve Miller, uh, Linda McCartney, yeah. James McCartney, Ringo. Just a, it's just great. I love it. And we're going to hear the song is called Young Boy. You can hear the Jeff Lynn production on this. Yeah, the later albums start to have like a lot of songs on like, uh, you know, he'll like 14, 15 mm-hmm. songs. Do you think that's a function of the CD, technology? Yeah. Of the CD? I think so. Yeah. I and sometimes I think it can be overblown. I think, oh, this would have been a better 10 song album. You know, maybe yes. these other five were just okay. Right. But um, I think that's happening on some of these deluxe reissues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I He's agree with you. throwing some stuff on there that yeah. is like, mm. I don't really care that much for it a demo version of a song. No, me but on the, uh, the tug of war album has a, I think it has a, a demo of, um, it has a solo version of, uh, of, uh, of Ebony and Ivory with just Paul. Not, oh, does it? The, oh, the, the, the reissue. New, the new, the reissue. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, that's one of the ones I didn't get. No, cause it didn't come out yet. 
Oh, that's right. It's coming out. I'm sorry. Yeah, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Thank you. Look at you. You're right on it. Uh, well, see, you got it early. You, you tricked me. <laughs> like, I guess I haven't. No, there. you know, we were talking about this earlier, but there's some of these reissues I didn't get yeah. just because I, I get tired of buying stuff and rebuying stuff and buying yeah, it again. Difficult. Yeah. These seem like these are the definitive remaster. This, right. I don't think there's anything they're going to do past this. Yeah. No, I don't think so. No. <laughs> um, so now we come to possibly my favorite album that's not a Wings, like, that's not Band on the Run, probably. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, Flowers in the Dirt. Love almost every song on Flowers in the Dirt. And then he started touring right afterwards. So he would open uh, his shows, that tour, that eighty nine ninety tour, he would open his shows with this song. And because the album did so well, Everybody was on their feet. It's not like it was. It wasn't like now where he plays a new song from his new album and everybody kind of sits down and right. claps, you know, and waits for the Beatles song to yeah. come. It was. It was a big enough hit that people were like screaming. Yes. So this song is called Figure of Eight. I agree that off the ground uh, was was is not as near as good as uh, as um, flowers in the dirt. Well, I didn't actually realize this until I re-listened to mm-hmm. off the ground. But uh, one of the songs that I'm going that I was that I am going to be playing. I'm sorry because we switched that one song out. The the alt song that I brought is from Flowers in the Dirt. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that that was a leftover from his collaboration with Elvis Costello. Oh, cool. I mean, it, it, a leftover from Flowers in the Dirt that he put on Off the Ground. Do you mean uh, Declan McManus? Yes. It was a McManus-McCartney. <laughs> yeah, McManus-McCartney. Uh, and also, in getting ready for this, I found the... Uh, I was looking for... I thought I had heard a version of Paul doing Veronica by himself. Because uh, mm. that was a collaboration between yeah. the two of them. And um, so I was kind of looking for that online. And in the process of that, I found like a bootleg of them... Uh, Elvis Costello and Paul doing uh, acoustic versions of all the songs that they co-wrote. Oh, wow. And I posted it on Facebook. Why didn't you? Don't you read everything I post on Facebook? I will look now <laughs> and I will like it and it's share am- it. It's amazing. It's really amazing because you can hear them just, it sounds like they're just both singing mm. into the same mic and they're sort of having a good time. <laughs> it just, it's really interesting. Um, but I, that's kind of why I like this album, I think, is that a lot of this stuff is is very collaborative with, with Costello and it's, um, I think it's him at his best. He, he, he works really well with similar people. And, and when those, I bet when those people are, are asked to come work with McCartney, they are definitely bringing their a game. You know what I mean? Well, Cause I mean, they're, yeah. they're, they, all of them, even though like uh, Paul McCartney's probably only like 10 years older than Elvis Costello. Right. right? 
maybe 12 years old or whatever. But But still, they're like, that's Paul McCartney. He was a teenager when the Beatles hit. Yeah. So it's huge to him. Gigantic. Gigantic to him. And I think they work really well together. But I also think that um, it seems to me there was a lot of talk back when that came out about like, oh, was it like working with... John was it sort of similar because he's sort of you know yeah. cynical and mm-hmm. biting and was that's why you work it and I think that I was watching an interview while I was looking at that stuff yeah uh, where he just I think maybe that's why they never worked together again not because he didn't like it but yeah. maybe he was sick he didn't want those questions he was tired of that he didn't want people thinking that this was his new John that's he's, my opinion I hate journalists sometimes yeah way to go guys you ruined it you ruined it it could have been it. awesome yeah could have been great. So go ahead. I am. Uh, I'm going to play something from 2001's "Driving Rain," and um, you're really confusing me. Jumping all over. Well, jumping all over. No, go ahead. Um, this is. Uh, I, I just like this song from a lover to a friend. Mm. And when the time comes round. Heather Mills is credited with arrangement on this album. Also, she also took photos. <laughs> Heather Mills. <laughs> she had this great uh, tripod uh, for her camera. She would actually she would pop her leg off, and then she could Don't. hook her oh. camera onto the top of it. Bad. <laughs> so bad. Uh, what happened there, I wonder? I she, she didn't have a leg to stand on. <laughs> In court, she did. $23 million leg. Oh. Um, I'm not going to talk about that. You're, you're still afraid that people will come and kill you if you say anything. I'm about to say anything. I, I will say that it is my opinion mm-hmm. that Paul McCartney cannot be alone. Yeah. That's my opinion. And he's yeah. never been alone. Yeah, there's a song on this album, too, called Heather. Do you like this album? It's, a, it's kind of a very, it's a very mellow um, ordeal. This is Driving Rain. Yes. Uh, this is these are these are the three albums that kind of meld together, together in my brain. Yeah. Um, it's okay. Mm-hmm. I, it's not my favorite. I I like the albums on either side of it more. Flaming Pie and Chaos and Creation, Driving Rain. It's all right. That's a fair assessment. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, how are you now? We're playing probably playing a lot of songs that you're not familiar with. Kyle, being a young man, yeah, twenty six years old. Are you enjoying any of this? No, I am. Are you still thinking about uh, Meatloaf lip syncing? <laughs> no. No, I'm enjoying this. He's thinking about meatloaf, period. Is Very there, hungry. Is there nudity in that in the Rocky Horror? Yeah. Of who? Is, is Susan Sarandon topless? Mm, I think, but you don't really see much. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Who's naked then? Uh, the Columbia, the one with the red hair. No, I wasn't. I didn't like her. <laughs> I like Susan Sarandon. Yeah. 
Susan Sarandon's like 70. No, she's not. She's 66. How do you know that? Because I l- just recently looked up her she age. Looks, <laughs> she looks fantastic. She looks amazing. Yeah. And like she's one of those women that I, I don't think she's had any work done. And if she has, it's so slight. I don't think she has either. And I think she prides herself on that. Yeah. Yeah. She's 68. 68. Who was 66 you must, that I well, just looked up? Well, maybe you looked this up two years ago. I might ago. have looked it Let's up two years fair. ago. All right. What's up? It was up? Wikipedia. That was the last time that someone. Your uh, turn. What's up? Um, <laughs> what's up with you? Uh, in order, on Flowers in the Dirt, mm-hmm. I have uh, this little ditty called Put It There. Oh, this is a great song. This was on my list, so I'm removing it from my list. Crossover. It's a guitar. That's what a father said to his young son. I don't care if it weighs a ton. As long as you and I are here, put it there. Long as you and I are here, put it there. Uh, that's a term for a handshake, right? Put it there. Put it yeah. there. Yeah. I think it put it there if it weighs a ton with something his dad used to say to him or something. Well, his dad was suffering from some. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> from some disease that made him very weak. Put it there if it weighs it. What does that mean then? Does he mean like I'll help you with it? If it weighs, if it weighs too much, put it, put it there. I'll, I'll take that weight from you. From you. That's, sure. That's, that's what it means. That's, that's what it means. What do you think it means, Kyle? I don't know. Maybe just maybe maybe a PA came into the room and they're like, "We have your lunch." He's like, "Put it there." <laughs> <laughs> All right, I don't mind that. Um, I'm going back to tug of war for a little something uh, called ballroom dancing. Sounds like a Sesame Street song. Hold on, don't don't fade yet. Okay, that's my least favorite lyric, I think. Big BD. Big BD. BD standing for ballroom dancing. What I, came What came first? Was it was this McCartney's ballroom dancing or the Kinks come dancing? Mm. I think it was this. Maybe. I think it was this. You looking that up, Kyle? Mm-hmm. Um, I like, I got what I got from ballroom dancing. <laughs> what does he mean by that? I don't know. It's just a, it's a fun song, though. Do you think he got, you know, do you think he got laid a lot? Oh, that's what you're talking that's about. That's what I think You're talking is. about some. Uh, I got what I got. From ballroom dancing. 
Big BD. And then BD might be for something else. Big VD. Big VD. It's so funny that you picked that. You're cheesier than I am. I mean, I like that song, but I... How dare you, first of all. specifically didn't choose it. Um, All right, so Tug of War was released in April of 82. Okay. And... Uh, Come Dancing single was released in November of 82. So which predates it? Tug of War came first. Tug yeah. of War came first. Okay. And they're probably recording at the same time. So there's no, because when I was listening to this again, I'm like, oh, I wonder if, because Come Dancing was a gigantic hit. Yeah. And I was wondering if uh, McCartney's like, we got to do something about dancing in the old days. <laughs> In his best Sinatra voice. Hey! <laughs> or in his best Dice Clay. Hey! Hey! All right. Ballroom dancing brought a, the show to a halt. It's, it's well, I was back just, to you to put it on track again. Well, this is... Aside from the song that was released as the single off of Flowers in the Dirt, Dirt which was My Brave Face. You just burped. Just tell people I you didn't, burped. I didn't. I was pretending which like was I burped. My brave, My Brave Face. I was, actually thought burping would be better than stumbling over I my words. I do it all the time on um, the show. Another collaboration, McManus-McCartney collaboration. It's called You Want Her Too. About the time I haven't heard that song in a long time. Love that song. That song when they sing together reminds me very much of him working with John Lennon. <laughs> he was looking for a new partner. He was looking for someone that was searching, angsty. Searching, searching. Oh. I love that song so much. I really that's my favorite song on the album. Although I love My Brave Face. Yeah. Because of some of the uh I almost it was on the original list that I had, uh just because of the some of the lyrics are just stunning. And that's that's mainly Paul by himself on that one. Yeah. So it's you know what he can do when he wants to. Well you know what, since since we're bringing it up, just uh rearrange my next two songs, Kyle, unless you just hear a little of my brave face. Okay. I've been doing the rounds on a Good bass in this. Yeah. Take me to that 
this just popped in my head when we were at the Grammy rehearsals and Paul McCartney was basically just really playing acoustic guitar on that Kanye song. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know if he had a mic, a mic or he, cause I, I couldn't really hear him singing. No, nobody could. He had a mic. Yeah. But it wasn't just, I don't know that he was actually singing. He might've just been, been singing to himself. Yeah. Uh, but he, uh, as soon as he hit the stage just to rehearse, he had the guitar on and you could tell he was having fun just playing guitar and just, even when it was between actual doing the song and, um, he was just, and, and, and I would tell you, cause I was there the whole day. Kanye was on his best behavior when McCartney was in that room. Was he? Because when McCartney left and then Kanye rehearsed his own song. I was there for that too. Yeah. <sighs> Boy. Um, I, I think he, I think he quite enjoys just being a player. Yeah. I think he really, it's a lot of pressure off of him. <laughs> this is a, I've, I've said this on the show before. I, I doubt this would ever happen, but I think it would be so cool if it happened. If when Ringo did his next all-star band, if Paul was the bass player for that tour. Never gonna happen. And then Paul would just sing two of his hits, just like everyone goes around throughout it. Why do you say that would never happen? Paul wouldn't do it. You I, just said he enjoys being a player. He enjoys being a player. But, but not for Ringo. When, when it's Beatles stuff, it, it takes on a whole huge meaning. And that's why he wouldn't do it. It, yeah. would, it wouldn't be because he wouldn't want to. Yeah. It's, it's the after effect. It's the effect yeah. that it has on everybody. That's true. I mean, look at the 50th... Uh, anniversary of the Ed Sullivan show yeah. show that was just, you know, Oh my God, yeah. you know, crazy. I was, I happened to be able to be at that and it was amazing. I mean, just the build up for it mm. when they got on stage together for rehearsals. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone was like, Whoa, cameras coming out, you know, <laughs> congratulating themselves on having done it and That's made it cra- happen. So cool. But that, that is the one thing that I learned from, being sometimes at the Grammys is that, uh, you know, there's the rehearsals are rehearsals. Yeah. McCartney gets there and he is so slick. I mean, I think it's Mm. because he's been touring forever at this point, but I mean, he gets on and off and it's so slick and easy and professional and sounds amazing. And compared to everybody else during rehearsals, yeah, you know, it's just a huge difference. Yeah. It's uh, a, there's, it's, it's a pretty cool thing to see those rehearsals. Have you seen it a lot? Have you been to those a lot? I've been to, uh, well, I, I'm still learning that uh, mm-hmm. particular uh, genre of thing. So I get to uh, go down there for rehearsals just mm-hmm. once or twice just yeah. to sort of um, be around it and learn. Um, but if, I have done it a couple of times when he's been there, yeah. What's weird is if I go to the Staples Center to see an actual concert and the whole place is packed with people... The Staples Center seems like a gigantic place, mm-hmm. but when you go for when I was there for these rehearsals, and you were it's there just all day. Too. I was there all day. I didn't yeah. move out of that seat. I know. I, I, I put a diaper on. You were afraid to move, weren't I, you? I just brought. I brought a granola bar. They might not let water. you back in. I, that's what I was afraid of. I know because I'm not supposed to be there. You know, if, if, hey, if, they're, if they're throwing anyone out, it's me. Hey, even I have trouble getting back in. Yeah, I'm yeah. the first one being thrown out. But um, the place seems so small and intimate when there's just. You know, a couple hundred people in there instead of 20,000. That's amazing. It's pretty fun. Yeah. Um, now I forget who just played what. You I played, just played my, my brave, brave face, face, and now it's your turn. Um, so, oh, going back to off the ground. Uh, my pick, mm-hmm. my one pick from off the ground. Okay. Uh, I actually have this t shirt. It's called Biker Like an Icon. 
You don't want me on the Twitter. Why not? You'll hear all sorts of... I'll just be posting about, you know, oh, I've got something stuck in my tooth. <laughs> you do not want me on Twitter. Why? Well, I was just curious. I was going to throw your, your Twitter handle out there. You've been putting a lot of stuff on Twitter today, last night and today, that I don't even understand. Well, I'm t- I have no idea what you're saying. T- today, we're, we're doing a, at the LA Podfest, we're doing a live uh, Never Not Funny um, performance so mm-hmm. i'm just tweeting about that craziness if you listen to that show just craziness that the the listeners of that show will get will get yeah because i don't it's just at this at that at this, <laughs> in a string of characters is that why you unfriended me <laughs> that's, that's why Car, how are we doing on, on the uh on the power here it's fun we're good okay um my next song is uh from chaos and creation in the backyard uh this is just a song i love songs that just are girls names and this is jenny wren Like so many girls, Jenny Wren could sing, but a broken heart took us away. Like the other girls, Jenny Wren took wing, she could see the Nice little acoustic. His voice is yeah. very nice uh, on this song. That was on my list originally too. I love that song. Yeah, that song. I, it's easy to sing too in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a CD player in your car? Are you still doing cassettes? Because I know you don't use iTunes. <laughs> I until I got this car, I did have a cassette you player did have a in cassette my car. Player? It was a 2000 uh, Volkswagen Bug, and I had both. I had a six CD changer, okay. and I had a cassette player. Look at you. Why'd you get rid of that bug just as on its last leg? Well, after nine years, it was very um, buggy. What do you got now? I have a Prius. That's good. Good for the environment. Well, it's, it is good for the environment. I got it because it's... Um, uh, I, 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 I hate cars. I hate driving. I mm-hmm. hate having to deal with cars, so I wanted something that was pretty low maintenance. Yeah. That's why I got it. Why don't you it. take the public transportation out here? It's amazing. I do take public transportation. Do you? Don't joke you, about that. I do. You're the you're whenever the I can. I actually have an LA card, like with a you know a tap card. Uh-huh. I do. 
Um, and I bike and I ride. I have arranged my life so that I drive as little as possible. I think I'm actually getting more information than I anticipated <laughs> when I started asking about this. All right, moving on. Do you have a Beatles magnet on your refrigerator at home? Yes, several. Actually, I knew that. Why did I know that? I actually do too. I have a big stretch. I know. <laughs> let me let me ask you another thing. Do you have? A, do you own Sergeant Pepper? No. Um, <laughs> yeah, I have an Abbey Road uh, magnet on the on the fridge. Have you ever? Uh, oh, you and uh, have you? You've been to London. I've been to London twice. Yeah. Did you head over and walk across that street? I did. Like a nerd? Like I did it. Everyone um, does it. Stupid. Pat, if you looked at my pictures on Facebook, you would know all this about me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll troll over there tonight. All right. I played Jenny Wren. What do you got for us? Um, let's see. I'm, I'm lost again. Flowers in the dirt. Oh, Flaming Pie I'm up to. Okay. Um, now this one, I'm going to try not to cry. Uh, this song, uh, this album came out right when my mom passed away. Mm-hmm. And this song felt like it was written to me. It's called Little Willow. Nothing's gonna shake your love Take your love away No one's out to break your heart It only seems that way Bend, little willow Wind's gonna blow you Hard and cold tonight Life as it happens Nobody wants you We'll hold on tight The thing about music, it can it can take you right back to high school, yeah. some great memory or college, but it can also bring back sad yeah. things for you too. Actually, when I was picking out, you know, what bit of that I, I would play, I was getting all. I was at work doing this. Maybe I shouldn't <laughs> say it. Uh, the computer's better there. Yeah. So uh, obviously, was, it wasn't you because when you brought the songs, only one would play. <laughs> <laughs> on your Mac. I'm sorry. You were going to tell a nice story. <laughs> uh, no, no. I started getting all choked up at work. Yeah. Like I'm sitting there at just trying to pick, you know, ugh, it was terrible. Kyle, has anyone ever cried on the show? Yeah. And who would that be? You. Okay. So, um, anyway. Why did you cry? Oh, I play this stupid song by, uh, Trace Atkins, Trace Atkins called you're going to miss this. And it's a song about, uh, as your kids careful, get older, careful. it's about your kids. About, you're welling up right now. I might. <laughs> It's about uh, it's, it's like, about enjoying, even though you know when your kids are being crazy and they're running around. It's nuts. It's like it's going to go fast, and you're going to miss this. Yeah, yeah, enjoy it, kind of thing. Cats in the cradle. Am I crying? I'm getting there. <laughs> I'm getting there. This is from. Uh, I'm going to play another song from Flaming Pie. Then, since you did, and this is uh, this is the world tonight. I think this was the single, right? Was this the this the lead single? Come on now, you're supposed uh, to be an you expert. Know, so you're sitting at the center pay attention of the to the singles. Everybody, everybody. The singles are for novices. It's like the drum sound on this album. It's very Wilburys. Is that Jeff Lynn? Got you playing. 
met Denny Lane. I did. I met Denny Lane at, at well, now it's called the Fest for Beatle fans. Uh, what was it? What did it used to be called? Beatle Fest. And they had to change the name? I think they had to change it. I don't know for sure, though. Don't quote hmm. me on that. I um, After many, many years of yeah. being Beatle Fest, like 30 years or something. Denny Lane will sometimes play at McCabe's in Santa Monica, and he'll play the, the um, Band on the Run album, Top to Bottom. Shut up. The whole yeah. album? Yeah. He played a lot of stuff at, in fact, I... I did little snippets of video and posted them. You were posting like a crazy woman because I was alone. We, no one would go with me. And then I said, I, I, I said, I would have, I would have asked me next time. I'll go to that. They don't have, they, they don't have it in LA. This was like a one-off 50 year. Oh really? I thought thing. this was like, maybe they do it every year in LA. They used to, they stopped in like 2004. What was it a success? It was poorly attended. Oh, then they're not going to have it again and here. It was, uh, yeah, that's, I kept saying that, but I remember I, I told you, you should have come cause there were a lot of cool people that yeah. you could have gotten interviews with cause yeah. they were just wandering, wandering around, around and no one was there. Didn't know where they were. They were just sitting on couches in the hallway cause no one was there. That's sad. You could have totally just walked up and that is really sad. Uh, uh, I can't remember the drummer's name. Famous, uh, part of the wrecking crew. Uh, Hal Blaine. Hal Blaine was there, yeah. and he he said something to me. I had just he said, ta- get out, get out of my way, kid. Yeah, I had just taken the picture with Denny Lane. Mm-hmm. Forced myself to. I was very nervous about it, yeah. and I sort of ran away around the corner. And I was sitting on a couch and and posting to Facebook, going, "I did it, I did it." <laughs> <laughs> and and I was shaky. And he walked past me, and he goes, "Hey, girl, your motor's running." <laughs> And I was like, who's that? Who's that? Some guy that got in a time machine and came back from the 50s. I followed him. He was on his way to his drum panel. Did you, uh, have you seen the documentary, The Wrecking Crew? I haven't. I'm, I'm going to watch it. So yeah, you should really see The the Wrecking Crew. We had the uh, director, Denny Tedesco, uh, was on. His his dad was actually in The Wrecking Crew. He's Tommy Tedesco. Tommy Tedesco. It, it wasn't Tony? No. Oh. Get your inf- information straight. Really Sorry. <laughs> Um, did I just play one? I just played the world tonight. So, uh, I have five more. How many do you have? Um, songs? I don't know. Do Cause know? I'm a little bit out of order. Here. Okay. Um, do you know Kyle? Are you jumping all around? Are you making the list current? Um, no, I've got current. five more too. If, yeah. Okay. If I'm roughly on track here, then I've we will record for about 15 more minutes. So we might have to make some hard, fast choices here. Um, this is Sophie's choice right now. What are we going to do? How about if we each play three more? Can you take two of yours out? You're very nervous. I'm thinking. Um, can I take three out? Why would you want to take three out? That doesn't make any sense. What'd you say? I said you, can two. You, can you remove two? Yes. Can I? I can't get yes. rid of two. I can't I can get rid of two. I can get rid of three, though. And you know what? I could really. These four two, would be perfect. These two. Go- 
<laughs> These two go together. I can't play them without each other. Um, no, uh, yeah, I'll just skip Driving Rain because we've done, we've done okay. some Driving Rain. So, so we'll. Skip so we that say one. apologies to Driving Rain, and we do it. To used to be bad on Flaming Pie, we'll Wait. cut that one too. It's a good song though, and if anybody's you, listening, they should listen to it. What is that one again? Used to be bad on Flaming Pie. Okay, and then did you hear me? Did you hear my uh, Elmer Fudd? I just said Driving Wayne by accident. <laughs> it just came out like that. Driving Wayne. <laughs> All right, now so, I'm so, never going to say that the title of that album without I'm hearing that in my head. Driving. Okay, so it's my turn then. Yes. All right, jumping to chaos and creation in the backyard. Um, this song is uh, is again schmaltzy, mm-hmm. but I love swoony schmaltzy songs, and it hurts my heart. I like things that hurt me, and uh, surprisingly, after it came out. Uh, after the album came out, I saw it in a movie and I jumped out of my seat when I heard it. But go ahead. This never happened before. I'm very sure this never happened to me before. Yeah, and the way it was used in the it was in the lake house, which is not the best movie in the world. The lake house. Who's in the lake house? Um, Keanu Reeves and Sandra Bullock. Yes. Oh, I forgot that's your favorite movie, isn't it, Kyle? <laughs> I just remember it. We had it at the theater forever when I worked. Oh, there. you worked at the movie theater. Yeah. There's yeah. There's a moment in it that I laughed out loud, and I like like romantic yeah. movies. I actually laughed out loud in the movie theater because it was so stupid. But I own it now, so. That's how much you, you own the movie. I own the movie now on Blu-ray. Uh, yeah, uh, no, but it surprised me. I was hoping me. you would say, "Oh no, I don't. I have VHS still." <laughs> I do have my VHS player still. What do you play on that? You know, old home movies and stuff like that. But do they? Do you have a flat screen TV? Yeah, I have a. Uh, yeah. But how does how does the VHS look on the flat screen? It looks fine. It looks like anything else that's All not. Right. You know, some of the digital channels like. Yeah. You know, someone tweeted the other day that we can now stop saying flat screen TV because all TVs are flat screen. Yes. Just say TV. It's true. Yeah. All right. A non tube TV. Right. Uh, although I still have a tube TV in my bedroom. I believe that. Um, but I was watching the movie and actually the movie, because of what's happening in it, yeah. makes it even more romantic y than just listening to it. I think you're a rom com girl. I am. All right. Perfect. I, um, this next song, the first time I played it on the show, um, I got so many emails about this song. People saying, I never heard that song before. I immediately went to iTunes and bought that song. And I'm talking what? tons of emails. This is from 
memory almost full, and this is only Mama knows. quality of it's it's it sounds brand new but familiar all at the same time yeah i think it took people back to maybe wings era a little bit they're like oh yeah that's pretty definitely definitely yeah i agree um yeah memory almost full is pretty terrific it's a pretty terrific and the only it's almost the the song that i picked from memory almost full Mm -hmm. is uh i had like three but i whittled it down to uh one Oh, and we're passing off because I need to play this one. Oh, okay. It's okay. Everything's cool. It's called... You can say it. See Your Sunshine. I'm going to find it. Talk amongst yourselves, people. Um, home. Well, I, I, the reason I like it is it's, it has that singability factor again. And it makes me happy. It's just a really happy song. And I am going to take this from approximately 1 minute and 18 seconds. Yep. That's not how the song goes. That's me saying filler, filler. And here we go. I know she knows it isn't real. She still hears music in the air. It's coming from inside her heart. I hope it lasts forever. The sun is shining in the sky. She wants to dance around the world And though I'd love to be the guy Who gets to walk off with the girl I'll go along with all she needs And it will be my pleasure Ooh, look what you do to me, baby You're making me feel so fine So fine, so fine Step out in front of me, baby they want you in the front lines They want to see your sunshine oh. Great song. Just bouncy and happy. Yeah. And I roll down all my windows and say it out loud. This was the, um, this was the album that was uh, sold at Starbucks, right? Wasn't this? Yes. Uh, yes. And I remember going to a listening party or whatever they they scheduled different listening parties mm-hmm. around the country at different starbucks and you went i went it wasn't much of a party it was just <laughs> it was starbucks there were a lot of right. people there buying they're coffee pl- they're playing <laughs> they're playing paul mccartney they're playing paul mccartney i was having a hard time hearing the music because of all the noise like, hey it's a listening party let's tune, crank me, it up a little bit all just shut up uh, yeah meanwhile they're like karen <laughs> K- karen corinne karen <laughs> 
frappuccino machines going off. Um, my next two songs, we're going to skip them. I'm going to so apologies to No More Lonely Nights from Give My Regards to Broad Street. Apologies to Fine Line Mm. from Chaos and Creation in the Backyard. And I'm going to jump us right up to Paul's uh, newest album again from New. This is a song called Save Us. I like that little rocker too. Yeah. It's the driving thing. It's that. Mm-hmm. Boom. <laughs> um, I think he plays that on tour now. Doesn't he play that on tour now? Yeah. I pro- he probably does since he's, uh, since he's still touring with that album. I guess. <laughs> yeah. You think we'll ever see another, would there be another McCartney solo album? Do you think? Yeah. I, I actually feel like I read that he's working on a lot of material. I think he'll just, He'll just go until he stops. He might. I, yeah, I kind of think he might be one of those guys that. Uh, well, I'm not touring anymore. I'll do shows from time to time. I'm not touring, but I'm still going to make music. One of those people. Well, he's sort of like that now. now yeah. I mean, this this tour is very haphazard. You right. know, it's like six it's, dates here. And, yeah. You know. I wonder if he would ever want to take up a residency in Vegas for a month. You know how you know like Celine Dion and people do. I I think he would want to. I do. I yeah. think he would want to, but he wouldn't because he would be afraid of how it would look. Yeah, I, this is, I, this I just I just think though when they people do that, it's like it's it's easy for the performer because they're there. Yeah, and if you want to see them, you just fly into Vegas and see them. I Take totally agree with you, but I think that he's from that sort of group of rock and roll guys yeah. who think it's cheesy or something, and I, I just feel like he wouldn't do it. Yeah, you're probably maybe right. I'm wrong. No, I Maybe think I'm you're wrong. you're probably right. He probably won't do it, but. Um, Seems like that might be a good... It would be a good gig for him. He he loves to be on stage. If he needs money. Um, I was reading... uh, Could you look this up while we play um, uh, Gwen's next song? The uh, top three or top five, whatever, richest rock stars. And I'll let you... Um, My next song is... Is this this also your last song? It's not. Okay, cool. Uh, I have one more after this. Um, My next song is off of New. Okay. And it's a song called Hosanna. Okay. Come on. Cool to me.
That's one that slips uh, through my, my radar when I play the album for some reason. I don't know why. It feels just really full mm-hmm. to me. There's a lot. I don't know. There's, there's a lot in it. There is. It feels rounded. It feels full. I don't like the Hosanna mm. at the very end. That's why. It feels chose, religious. Yeah. I chose to fade that are you, out. Are you religious? I'm, I'm, I was raised religious. I'm not religious. No. Were you, what, were you I was re- raised Catholic. Yeah, me too. Did you go to Catholic school at all? No. We didn't have that money. First, commun- first communion, confirmation. All of it, yeah. All of it. Yeah. Um, I've got three of the seven sacraments. Uh, before we end the show, I just want to, we're not ending, just almost, but not quite, but I do want to, I want to let people know that uh, what I'm wearing today, I'm wearing Stella McCartney. <laughs> so uh, I just want to let people know that my outfit's by Stella McCartney. <laughs> Who are the top five richest rock stars? Where does Paul fall? Because I know he's in there. I think we're going to be surprised by one of these. Um, number five. I mean, uh, this might be, he's number one on this list. Oh, Okay. You didn't really give it's me not much, much of a surprise at all. What do you mean? I didn't give you much to go on. I say top five richest rock yeah, stars. Yeah, but then it's like you know JoeBumblefuck.com. All right, a, who's number good. two then? Um, I don't know. What is JoeBumblefuck.com? Jimmy, Jimmy Buffett was on here. No, this isn't the list. I just, I just saw a recent list where I, I don't know what McCartney you, was two and look, Madonna was number three. Look on uh, Forbes or something. See if there's a uh, under news rather Try than that. websites. Or you can look under Joe Bumblefuck. <laughs> Whatever you think is more reputable. <laughs> uh, what album is your, your final song from? New. Because I'm in order. I'm going to let you play that because I would like to play out with my song and I think you'll approve of it. Okay. I don't know. What do you got? N- nothing. It's just all about Bono. <laughs> yeah, I think Bono was number... The list I read, I think Bono was number one. McCartney was number two. Yeah. And Madonna was number three. And that was the one that really shocked me. Madonna, number three. Yeah, Bono has like $1.4 billion. Yeah. and uh, She's pretty savvy, though. I know. And McCartney has $1.2. She owns a dildo company. Shut up. No, I'm kidding. I know. That's where she made all her money. You know she's quite... Her and that sex. She loves the sex, that Madonna. Well, I wouldn't put a pastor to have a d- to have dildo company. Mm-hmm. To have relations with a man, you know she does. What uh, and what's Madonna? Is it Madonna? It didn't, it didn't say. That's you are so different. you are so kids. You don't like looking this up at all. Well, it's just just who cares? Is this the outfit that you're wearing to Podfest today? Uh, no, because I have to shower. You look like you have showered. I got to be honest with you. Thanks. Other than the hat being on, you look like you've showered. I have nothing on which to base Madonna it. Madonna has you look showered. Eight hundred well. million dollars. Eight hundred million dollars. That's a lot of dildos. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, All right. So um, okay. Me then again. Yes, but All let's right. do a little talking right now. All right. We can't follow you on Twitter because you refuse no. to tweet. That's right. Um, Nobody wants to follow me. Come on, let's be honest. Okay. I don't know that that's true, but if you're saying it, I'm not going to disagree. Nor will I agree. I think, though, if Paul McCartney needs to get a hold of me, he can find me. Yeah, what if, what if Mac is looking for you? And I hate when people call him Macca. I'm just going to tell me you too. that. Me too. I hate it so much. Does he I'm like so that? I'm so glad. He must like it because so many people call him that. It's a British thing. It's a, yeah. We call him Sir Paul. And, and I don't that, call him Sir. No? Sorry, no. I don't. He's Paul to me. He's just Paul. You know, back <laughs> in the neighborhood, we call him Paulie. He's always just going to be Paul. Yeah, you know, Polly from the neighborhood. Little Polly with the strumming the, the Hoffner. Yeah, he wrote a song about me. Whatever. Um, okay, so you're, um, you're going to send me those photos. Any, any photo you have of you and Paul from when you met him? You can't just take them off my page, no? Why don't you want to help me? 
Why do you make me send you everything? You might have. You, I'm going to have to look through it. You want me to look through all your photos, it it's sounds a, like. It's an album called McCartney. Hmm. Where do you think you will find those photos? Could you change the album name to Macca? And then I can find <laughs> Sir it. Macca. Okay. Uh, I will get them then. I'll get them. I'll send them to Andrew Rich. If so you have can, a problem, let me know and I will send I, them to you. Look, I have many problems. This is not one of them. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, look, thank you for being here. I always like when someone comes in that uh, that is passionate about the artist or the topic that we're going to talk about. Um, we've been, uh, we've been planning this for a couple weeks and, and yet it feels like years because, uh, <laughs> no, I thank you for inviting me. I would never have uh, thought that you would invite me. Well, no, it's like, if I'm like, if I'm going to do like an all like, for example, uh, my friend, Jimmy Pardo, his favorite band is Chicago. If I ever do a Chicago episode, well, he has to be the guy that sits across from me. For yeah. Me. But he's really funny. You were very, you, you brought it. You don't think you, Kyle? Yeah. We've had some duds in that seat. Yeah. What's Na- he going to say? One. Name I'm a dud. Murray. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Murray, I'm so us. sorry. He's going to hate us so much. Compared to me. But uh, I'll let you play your last. Let me promote. We're, we're at uh, we're at rocksolidpodcast uh, at gmail.com if you want to talk to us. We're at uh, rocksolidshow on Twitter. I'm at pat underscore Francis on Twitter. Kyle's at Kyle Dotson Funny on Twitter. And, uh, you know, like our Facebook page, uh, write a nice review. Um, there's a donation button. Hit that. Send us a, a mm-hmm. buck, and uh, and that's it. We're uh, this was a great show. Uh, you did a great job. Thanks. Thanks and, for having uh, me. Uh, you play your song, and then okay. I'll do a playout song. But let's hear it. Ramp up your next song. Um, my next song is uh, is a song that I like because it's really bluesy. I tend to like when Paul goes a little bluesy, and because um, you're from Chicago. I'm from Chicago. That's the Chicago. Boy. It's me talking. And uh, there's a line in it that I thought was pretty funny. So uh, here's my song from New, Get Me Out of Here. I hear the taxman knocking at my door. I've got a feeling he'll be asking for more. Oh, boy. Get me out of here. Oh, boy. Someone get me out of here. Is that a bongo drum in the back? Probably. Yeah. All right. Wait. You just have to hear this next line. Absolutely. I'm a celebrity. someone get me out of here? very funny. Um, <laughs> don't forget to uh, man the Twitter feed tomorrow so you can win a copy of Tug of War or a copy of Pipes of Peace. Two CD sets, all remastered, new liner notes, sounding great. Mm. Thank you to Concord Music, and thank you to Joel Amsterdam. Thank you, Gwyn. Thank you, Kyle. And my playout song is from the 1970 first uh, solo album, and we're going to play out with Maybe I'm Amazed. Awesome. Do you approve? I do approve. Let's do it.